0: Welcome, you're listening to Wedding Venue Business Radio, a podcast for anyone who is thinking about starting or is already a few years deep into their own wedding venue business. Whether your property is on the beach or in the middle of the country or smack dab in the heart of downtown, this show is designed for you. I'm your host, Ami kourk I'm the author of How to Turn Your Rural Property into a Wedding Venue Business, and I have a new business book called The Fearless Woman's Guide to Starting a Business. I'm a business coach, consultant, former wedding venue owner, and I'm here to help you. So if your dream is to be your own boss by hosting one of the best days a family has in their lives on your property, then you're in the right place. Hello, everybody. I want to welcome you back to another quick episode here on the Wedding Venue Business Podcast. Um, Today's topic is the top mistakes that venue owners make when they're setting their venue price. And this comes from experience that I had when I got into the wedding venue business and I sat down with the the venue that I would eventually end up co-owning and operating. Um, But it also comes out of my experience of working with not just wedding venue owners, honestly, but a lot of solo practitioners or home-based businesses that have difficulties with being able to make the distinction um, between them volunteering (laughs) as an employee in their company and actually trying to set some Something up that's actually going to make them some money that they can live off of, or you know, pay their bills, or maybe take some vacations and stuff like that. And so, some of the things that I'm going to actually run through um, do affect venue owners, you know, pretty significantly. But also, can be something that a lot of people doing this type of business or a service based business can actually suffer from. So, number one uh, mistake is when I've worked with venues and other types of businesses, they Uh, tend to combine their variable expenses and their fixed expenses together. So they don't have a detailed budget for what it takes to really run and operate their business. And in the book, I actually do talk about why why you actually need to be able to treat those two things separately because if you combine the costs, which are your variable expenses, these are the things that you actually only spend money on when you're running an event. And if you lump those in with the fixed expenses, which would be, um, let's say, your maintenance every week or the uh, mortgage on your property, um, your internet bill, having your website and all that other stuff, you really don't end up, Coming up with a really good way of deciding um, or determining, I'm sorry, like whether or not your price is actually the right price. And so, when you're setting your price, you need to know how much does it cost to do the event, the event itself, and how does that compare with what it costs overall to keep this entire business, you know, operating, um, at, you know, at the overhead level. So, you have to break those two things out. Now, when you have that kind of information, then you can avoid mistake number two which is a lot of folks don't even know what their break-even point is. And what the break-even point is, is what is the minimum number of events and the price you have to set so that all the things that you spend money on to have this wedding venue business actually at least gets paid for, breaking even, right? You're making just enough money to be able to cover the expenses of having this business. And um, when I came into the wedding venue business, that was one of the first things I calculated because what I could see was there weren't a Enough bookings on the schedule, and I suspected that the price was too low. And so when I did the break even analysis right away, I discovered instantly that each event was losing about $700 per event. So while money is coming in, that doesn't mean you're actually making any of it. And so knowing what your break-even point is um, can be a little bit complicated because what you have to do is you have to figure out a balance between how many events you're going to host and what you're going to charge. And so uh, in the book, I call it kind of like writing a teeter-totter or maybe more like balancing scales where you're putting a little bit of something in one pan and you're taking it away from another and you keep playing with it until you actually find something that, you know, that works. All right. Now, the third mistake that venue owners make when they set their venue price is um, they don't leave themselves enough money to make anything off of it. So, yeah, when venue owners and actually, again, this is a common mistake that a lot of other business owners will do is you don't end up adding up all the time that you really are spending in your business. And I've done this like it's a full time job almost year round. If you add up the time in the off season that you're spending doing tours, doing marketing, maybe still doing open houses, talking to the clients that you've already booked and answering their questions, that's a lot of work and that's a lot of time. And then when you sit down and you break out how much money you make at the end of the summer, if you didn't actually work in enough money for yourself, well, this is where I've seen a lot of venue owners burn out really fast because they realize that they're putting in that time and energy and yet at the end they don't feel like they're getting Anything out of it. Um, And then when you balance that with the stress that it takes with running a wedding venue and dealing with a lot of people like every weekend of the summer, um, it's got to be worth it to make some money on it. And so they never work in the number and never figure out how to integrate how much they want to actually take home at the end of the year from running a business full time on their property. All right, and then the last mistake that venue owners tend to make, and I know there's tons of mistakes. We make all kinds of mistakes because we're human, so I'm not pointing fingers at anybody, but there is a pretty important part that gets neglected when making um, venue pricing, and that is doing market research. Um, When I got into the business, again, I was looking at numbers, and it didn't take me very long to see what everybody else was charging and to start to figure out what the market would actually bear. And so sometimes venue owners' extent of their research is really just looking around and seeing what everybody else is charging and picking a number pretty similar to that. But they haven't gotten in to see what kind of value that uh, these venues are offering or not offering, Um, looking at other prices and possibilities, services. You know, there's a lot of market research that goes into really setting up. your business well. And in my experience, that's something that a lot of business owners just kind of gloss over and don't really take notice of. Um, The other thing is, is market research can sometimes give you opportunities on how you can get a premium from your venue because you do have something special. Or maybe there is something that you'd like to offer that's better than what everybody else is doing. And you wouldn't really know that unless you actually poked around and did some research, not only with other venues, but even what clients are looking for and what couples are booking and why they're booking and stuff like that. And so you could set a price that's way too low and over delivering when you could probably bump your price up even a little bit more because if you were doing some research, you'd get that information. So Anyways, those are just a couple or let's say four of the top errors that I actually see when venue owners are sitting down and actually doing their price. Um, I do have on my website at weddingvenuebiz.com, I do have a link to a financials course that you can sign up and take. It's a completely digital online course. It actually comes with spreadsheets that help you go through this exercise. And I actually do in the course walk you through how to do things like looking at your variable expenses, how to look at your fixed expenses, um, and then actually how to calculate your break-even point, and then how to take all that information together and to come up with what you should be setting as your as your sales price or your venue rental price, and the way that you would be able to sort it out based on your own location and what your market is. And so if you're interested in that, then I highly recommend moseying over to it um, and getting that course. Um, and then also, of course, the book is always there, and I do break it down um, in the book. But with the course you Actually, get the downloadable spreadsheets, which you might find actually to be pretty beneficial. So, thank you so much for coming back, and I look forward to delivering more great content for you soon. Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Wedding Venue Business Radio. All of the information talked about in this episode can be found at weddingvenuebiz.com. There, you'll also find links to the book, online courses, and a way to contact me if you have any suggestions for the show or are interested in business coaching.